and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 168 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we are covering Atlantis Season 1, Episode 8, Underground, aka The Village. The Village works. <laughs> My AKA was just super like niche, and I was just calling it the Spring Standards episode because they have a song <laughs> called The Underground. Underground. Which is my favorite band that no one's heard of. I like it. Unless they know me. Uh, yeah. Or are really they're... cool. <laughs> the Spring Standards episode. Yeah. <laughs> AKA The Village. <laughs> so those AKA of you. AKA Tava Beans. We'll, we'll come up with another AKA as yes. we go. And then Grace will write it down so I remember it. That'll work. Um, yeah. So those of you who are Patreon subscribers will notice that there's no video aspect of this one. Yeah. Well, two things happened. Uh, The internet is out today, Uh which if it doesn't come back before 9 p.m. tonight, shit will fly. That's going to be not good time. Shit will happen. Yeah. Uh, And and two, uh, my, my computer, because there's no internet, is like, I don't know how to record things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So... Uh, if you guys didn't know, and then you can probably deduce that we record Sundays before. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if you guys know about Sundays, but there's this little show on TV. Yeah. Um, Game of Chairs. Which I have gotten uh, oh, look, engaged. It's, got, it's like a ghost is like running your computer now. It just it's, keeps doing its own yeah, things. Yeah, my computer is, I think, It's unhappy. Dead. Uh, it's a very distracting. It's going to blow up soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I have gotten engaged, plan a wedding, and gotten married in the time between the first and second half of the last season. Yeah, holy of shit, Game that's of right. Chairs. The Chairs Games. <laughs> chairs Games 2019. Yeah. Um, Musical Chairs. It actually works out in my favor. I swear to you, I did not use my magic powers to kill your internet. <laughs> but Grace feels bad today. Um, you look great, though. I, you know, I have I was having this conversation with Jesse because I had this weird nightmare where oh, I'm going to tell you guys this nightmare is just going to have to happen. Nobody ever, do it. No one's dreams are ever interesting to anybody else, but here's what it is. I had this dream that I was at work and I was trying to tell everybody I was sick and I didn't feel good and nobody believed me. But then you could see that there was worms right under my skin. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is all comes back to my anxiety of... Of Worms. all of my invisible illnesses that you can't see, so I constantly think that people think I'm lying. Uh-huh. So, super fun times. Grace doesn't feel good. But as part of the same thing, when I don't feel well, I put in extra effort on, like, the hair and makeup Yeah, to be, like... Everything's fine all the time. It's why I started, I got a giant scar on my lip, and so I started wearing lipstick. (laughs) It's like, everything's fine. Nobody look over here. All things are normal. I'm not covered. I'm not full of worms inside. Also, you're now a wolf. (laughs) Yeah, I am a wolf. Let's take a quick second for D&D Quarter. Quick second, because I know we left you guys in a cliffhanger (laughs) of our dragonborn brass was unconscious and being carried away by a troll. Good news, guys. Well, wait. Before we get to the good news. Okay. Bad news, guys. The troll had a friend. Troll had a friend. and Who was another troll. Who had another troll with both rings of protection. And then another friend called more friends. Called more ogres. Called two ogre friends. And we were sandwiched. close quarter combat. We were sandwiched in a hallway between ogres and and, and, and trolls. Wizard who has no hit points. A a troll girl sandwich, if you will. (laughs) Wizard who has no hit points. Yeah. Gotten melee fighting, which is not a place that your squishy ever wants to be. Squishy, squishy. I throw fire from a distance, guys. But, but I did get to be a wolf. And we saved Brass. Ta-da! It may have also been possibly some interactions with possibly a very evil person who brought him back to life. Yeah, we're not going to think about that one too hard. <laughs> but he may have made a pact with the wrong peeps. Uh, there uh, may, if you guys are also my favorite murder fans, as he was 
telling us the story of what happened to him, our cleric was like... All three of us... (laughs) A uh, friend Amanda, Nixie, and I. Well, a friend Amanda's character, the cl- cl- cleric, cleric, was role playing with with our our brass iron balls, um, and she goes, "You're, You're in a cult. cult." And then Nixie and I went, "Call, call your, your dad." dad. <laughs> so that happened. Yeah, we defeated everything. We have new magic rings and toys. Guys, druids are broken as fuck in the best yeah, they way are. possible. <laughs> I got to be a wolf. And, and you're just sending bunnies out to heal everyone. Yeah, and I was like, there's no sign says I can't, so I'm gonna. Yeah. With everything that I did. I was like, there's nothing that tells me I can't, so I'm gonna. You just pounced on an ogre and knocked him over I was a like, and knock him prone. And Jesse's like, it's an ogre. I was like, that doesn't say anything about size, so I knock his ass prone. You failed your save. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, stay sexy and be a wolf. <laughs> I will say the the best part of of doing B shapes is um, I don't I don't think I knew this about myself. Just a little anybody else is I'm a method. You are D and You are. So there was a lot of. Howling yeah. and sniffering <laughs> and teeth bearing. And literally running like around <laughs> with your claws out, trying a- to bite the DM. <laughs> it was really fun. Whereas at night, when I brought my. Mind you, there's no alcohol in our game. No! <laughs> Meanwhile, at night, when I when I bring my fey corgi out and I cuddled up with him, I just went over and literally cuddled up with the sleeping dog oh, on the couch. Sleeping stormy boy. Um. So yeah, that was that is in case anyone's wondering, the enlarged spell that I mentioned last week worked. Yes. Uh, which means as soon as our our fighter, our, our ranger woke up, he was then dealing extra damage because yep. he was giant. Yeah, we made it through. Uh, the wilderness. Somehow we made it through. <laughs> Didn't know how lost we were until we found you. Um, <laughs> but we did make it through, uh, but the shit's about to hit the fan again. Shit's about to hit the fan real good, and we are very close to leveling up to level five. If and, we make it that far. And we're like, let's just go kill a couple things and then come back up to level up. DM's <laughs> like, nah, brah, you're here now. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. It's good times. Um, but we're here for Stargate. Stargate. Atlantis. August 27th, 2004. <laughs> it was written by uh, Peter DeLuise, his first Atlantis episode. Oh. Uh, directed by Brad Turner. Um, so Sora, Aaron Chambers is the actress, okay. is known as many as Siobhan on General Hospital for a few oh. years. Oh. Um, also, Siobhan is one of those great names that doesn't look like how oh, it's spelled. Oh, I literally, every time I see it, have to write phonetically. Siobhan, yeah. Because I never would pronounce it correctly. So is that Gaelic? It is. Okay. It's beautiful. Yeah, I love the way it looks Irish and Gaelic. sounds, and I love that it doesn't match. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, no, this isn't what you For someone knows. who doesn't know how to pronounce things, fantastic word to oh, give someone. sure, yeah. But I have to look it up because I was like, I know that one's spelled, it's pronounced very differently. I mean, I remember when, when Sean used to fuck with me. Yeah. And I was like, that says scene. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a there's a way to spell Sean that looks like Sean. Uh-huh. Well, there's, yeah, there's where phonetically it looks like uh-huh. the American English version of Sean. And I'm not going, I'm not even going to pretend. I'm not even going to pretend to you guys that the only reason I w- learned Sean is pronounced Sean, because Sean I grew up with had a W, uh-huh. is because of Sean Astin. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's, Sean Astin, thank you for educating me on how to pronounce Sean. We had a, uh, this is a random story, but here it goes. Um, we don't do random stories so on this pod. In the early 90s, the West Coast was hit by El Nino, which was this huge storm yeah. thing. Um, flooded a bunch of parts of California and a bunch of areas where we lived. And uh, we have this very specific ecosystem. Mm-hmm. ecosystem. Um, and so it washed away a lot of our native plants and a lot of what we grow and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So in middle school, uh, there was this big project called Return of the Natives mm-hmm. where kids from all over the different middle schools um, all would go to uh, parks and from, replant. Were some of them Kings? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> we're, just, <laughs> we're just talking Sean Astin. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so these poor... 
unassuming, unknowing, <laughs> cute, cute park rangers had to deal oh. with middle school girls that were all hormones. Oh, God. And there was one guy named Sean. Oh, God. Who... We relentlessly teased <laughs> and called scene. Oh. And it's not his fault that he was an adorable, like, 22-year-old. Yeah. And we were... Literally thrown to the wolves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I know the name, Sean. Well, you know... <laughs> I can still see his poor face going, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say I didn't have a gigantic, still too crush on Sean Astin. Well, so. that, that too, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Sean Astin. So, so what we've learned is that Sean's are good looking. <laughs> There's frequently, yes. Yeah. Okay, so the other, she was also, Erin um, Chambers was also on Scandal oh, okay. as the vice president's chief of staff, which that's one of those ones where I didn't realize that I was watching Scandal, but now that I saw it, I was like, yeah, uh, that's her. I know you. Um, and of course, you cannot talk about Underground, you cannot talk about the Janai without mentioning... The amazing Mr. Cole Meany. Oh, yes. Who I think about everyone listening to this podcast knows him as Miles O'Brien. <laughs> the fantastic, the fantastic, wonderful, lovable <laughs> Miles O'Brien. Or as I like to call him, the guy on DS9 whose wife disappears. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. He's also on TNG. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, only Michael Dorn has more episodes of Star Trek than him. Oh, right on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was trying to... I, I can never pull his his TV names. Yeah. I just call me yeah. his name. So I was, I'm watching, and I'm telling boyfriend Jesse, and I'm like, hey, um, I'm watching Stargate, and the guy's on. And he's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm like, the guy from DS9. And he goes, okay. He goes, there's a guest star. It's the guy from DS9. And then I went, the guy whose wife disappears. He goes, oh, call me. I like, like, I like how that conversation yeah. went. Those texts are the best. That there is that one guy who's on the show. Tell me the guy. It's like we're already like fast forwarded into like 80 year olds. Yeah, it's just 20 questions. Yeah. Um, I did that the entire time while watching uh, while watching Hellboy yesterday. <laughs> Where's that guy with the thing? Well, it's because I didn't look up any of the information. Like That's I smart. didn't see any trailers. I didn't even see a cast list, so yeah. I didn't know who played Hellboy. By the way, watch Hellboy. Hellboy was it's, so much fun. Look, it's not going to be in theaters long. It's not getting a lot of time. It's you know it's stuck before Avengers. It it's, is. It's real shitty that that's happened, but, but it, it is, is what it is. Fun. It's so much fun. Uh, definitely not for children. Not for children. Um, some of the most, the way I ex- described it, and this is a, this is, to me is a positive. Some of the most creative violence I've oh, yeah. seen in a long time. And uh, so, on the similar note, this is meant as a positive. It is like the greatest B movie you'll ever watch. Oh my gosh, it is. It's kind yes. of how I see it. It is. Um, I, I feel like it's it's what the movies like Sucker Punch were trying to be yeah. as far as aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, only they didn't get it right, and Hellboy yeah. got it right. Hellboy got it right. It was. It, it is it does not stop. Yeah. Full throated action. Yeah. Um. And again, my thing the whole time is like. Because I didn't know if Ron Perlman played him or right. not this time. I was like, that's not Ron Perlman. No. Nope. Is that Ron Perlman? No, that's not. Who is that? That's our guy. Is that Ron Perlman? No, it's um, the sheriff from Stranger Things. Yes, David Harbour. I never remember and, his uh, name. I, had a, I just I know him as sheriff from Stranger Things. <laughs> I looked it up. Uh, David Harbour is amazing. He's so He's good. so good. Um, definitely, definitely watch it. Uh, but, especially I feel like if you're a fan of D&D. Oh, so yeah. But even Mila Jovovich, I was like... I that, love her. She commits. She does. But again, I was like, is that... No. <laughs> is that... That yep. one girl from that one thing. She's yes. the definition of... From all the things, That one yeah. girl from... Anyways, okay, so... <laughs> so these people are not on the episode, but... <laughs> if you didn't know Cole Meany from Star Trek, uh, but if you watch Hells on Wheels... Hell on wheels. Hell's on wheels. wheels. He's Thomas Durant. Wow. He's basically been in all the things. He's in Tolkien later this year, which I'm really excited to see because if you didn't know this, I'm obsessed with the Tolkien verse. Weird. Um, I would have never Never have guessed. There's a reason I almost always play elves. Yeah. (laughs) Not an exaggeration. Mm -hmm. Um, So we start the episode in the briefing room. We have a new trade partner. 
So at least yes. hopefully a new trade partner, the Janai. Mm-hmm. The mainland, they have planted crops, but they're still months away from harvesting anything. So food's getting low. Yes. Um, they're going to have to start trading for it. Probably part of the reason the food stashes might be low, maybe is because some people, not going to name names, shove their face full of food, probably Here, more than their rations. Here, here's what this scene says to me. <laughs> McKay grew up with siblings. Yes, he did. End of story. Because if you grew up with enough siblings, <laughs> you know that you don't eat out of hunger. You yeah. eat because someone is going to eat it if you don't eat it. Yes. So you learn to eat food or hide food. <laughs> yes. Also, I learned to eat very fast because of that. That's true. Which is a thing I'm still trying to not do. Yeah, it's tough when you're a grown up. Uh, so either with a uh, former only child. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually works out really well in my favor because only child is like all the food's mine all the time for whatever. I don't have yeah. to ask. Whereas I'm like, I must eat all the food before <laughs> your only child gets to my food. <laughs> And so I'm, I was, for example, three days ago, I bought a pint of mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah. And I didn't mention uh-huh. to only child that I'd bought it. Oh, it but it's gone. No, it doesn't matter if you don't mention it. Yeah. Listen, there's specific. There's an ice cream monster that lives and in then, my house. <laughs> we call it the rat. There's a rat because there's a rat that takes bites out of leftovers. <laughs> but the rat is me <laughs> because I'm like, I'm not even hungry, but I have to taste this because otherwise it won't be here. So my thing is, is because like most people our age or any age, we eat while watching TV. Sure. And so we'll sit down and we'll start an episode and then like it's not even the first commercial break and my food's gone <laughs> you're like i did it now like, gone <laughs> i don't know how to pace the food oh uh, yeah i yeah. need to start knitting while i eat food because then it'll slow it down real there good you go. okay so mckay's eating all the food <laughs> but the real crime way more than food oh yeah way more pressing than food is there almost out of coffee? Yeah, I don't want to see McKay without coffee. I don't want to see Nixie without coffee. Well, that too. But on the show, I feel like he's already so much to handle. Yes. That if he doesn't get coffee, I'm like, I'm going to hurt you. Maybe, or maybe it'll have the opposite effect and he just won't be awake. And I'll be like, it's nice and quiet without yeah. you and your coffee. I mean, people have seen Nixie without coffee. It's bedtime. It's not, I'm not, I'm a weird creature. Hmm. That does not use logic. Yeah. When I don't have coffee. Yeah. It's, um, it's very opposite of the Nixie we all And know. I would fully be doing what McKay does. If coffee's running low, I would be drinking to 11 cups a day to make sure I have yeah. my, my quote unquote fair share. Uh, yeah, just squirreling it away. <laughs> um, John does love food, as mm-hmm. we all do, but maybe something for defense yeah, might be nice maybe, as well. Yeah. Um, but they get a go to go on their mission. So we quickly wormhole to the Janai world. Yep. Taylor suggests we wait for them to come find us because they're simple, shy people. Have I mentioned they're simple? <laughs> yeah. And they're simple people. She does go on a lot about how simple they they're are. They're very simple. Um, and they grow tava beans here, not java beans, McKay. Yeah, damn. Tava beans. I mean, they're not fava beans either. No. What, what do you think the tava bean is? I'm going to guess like a pinto bean. Okay. That makes sense. Either that, like, or... Not as fun to make coffee out of. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take two guesses. It's either, like, a pinto bean or a soy. Oh, like a nice solid crop. A just nice, like a base. solid, yeah, a soy bean. I like it. I'm for it. Yeah. Um, the, the, something, we're still trying to come up with a good AKA, and I was trying to think of soy. The one with the magic beans. <gasps> Magical beans, the movie. <laughs> Um, I used to know the entire song about the magic beans from beans, Into the Woods. Beans, the mag- oh. Not that one. <laughs> the more you eat, the more... No, not that one. Not that one. Got it. Okay. Um, so Tyrus and his daughter Sora walk up uh, and and introductions are made. And John just flashes a smile. Mm-hmm. And Tyrus is like, she's betrothed. Yeah. Whoa, dude. Whoa. <laughs> it's like those memes you see all the time where it's like a text conversation yeah. where it's like... Hey, and the girl's like, I have a boyfriend. It's like, uh, I was just going to ask you about the homework. <laughs> but also, would you want John smiling at your daughter? I mean, I'm just going to be like, I'll take that smile. <laughs> you know, like when someone like pretend catches yeah, a kiss yeah. that was blown at you. That I'll be like, mine. that's mine. <laughs> I'll take it. So 
<laughs> like, they do side-eye a little bit that these people came through the gate, supposedly for trade, but they have their weapons out. Yeah. Um, And they also ask Taylor if... They're, she- they're pretty, um... Suspicious for yes. simpletons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they ask Taylor uh, if she wears this uniform of her own accord. Right. Uh, Taylor does reassure them that these are my friends. I wouldn't have brought them here if I didn't think they'd become, you know, great allies and they'd be your friends as well. Mm-hmm. And Sora leads them to Cowan. And every after everyone passes, Tyrus speaks into his wrist communicator that he's bringing them all in and operations mm. go to silence. Hmm. Simple people. Yeah. Credits. Good times. Uh, so their village does look very simple. Uh-huh. Maybe this is just the simple episode. It's almost... <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's almost too simple. It's almost yeah. like you're bluffing a little too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Cowan plays a hard bargain. He doesn't just want the super fancy medicines. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they ask for a ton of their crops. He doesn't want his people to go hungry during the winter months, which makes right. sense. And to plant more crops, they'd have to clear more land. That's a lot of hard work. And John's like, what if you had a simple way of uprooting a 300-year-old Because you're simple. Stuff? Yeah. And in the next scene, Ford does what Ford does. Oh, he yeah. He blows some shit up. Can we talk about, is this really the most effective use of explosives? Can we talk about how close to the house that this explosion That's was? That's Like... If I hired someone to clear, actually, I have hired someone yeah. recently to clear a tree. And they're like, we're just going to blow that shit up and be like, no, 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 <laughs> next. Like, they, oh, I guess they didn't bring a puddle jumper. They Damn. didn't bring a puddle jumper here, but I'd be like, tie the puddle jumper yes. up to the tree. And then you just take it with you. Yeah. That's what I would have done. I mean, if like. A Chevy truck can pull it. The yeah. puddle jumper can the probably puddle jumper handle can pull it. it just it's fine. probably got a lot of horsepower. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of so many horses. Atlanta Pegasus horsepower. <laughs> there you go. A yeah. lot of Pegasus power. Pegasus power. I like that. Uh, also, the twinkle, the twinkle in Ford's eye when he gets to press the button. Yeah, to blow it's shit like up. I blow things up. Maybe you're Ford on your D and D characters. <laughs> Maybe I am. I just love fire. <laughs> he might be a. He might be an art. Well, he's not really an artificer. He's just an. He's just a fire loving soldier. Fire. Fire loving fighter. Fire. Fi- is there a fighter fire that fighter. gets to cast spells? Because if he does, he just does all the fire spells. I mean, Eldric Knight. Yeah, he's just an Eldric Knight that throws fire. Ta da! <laughs> so, <laughs> Cowan is convinced. Oh, they'll take a bunch of C4 and yeah. the medicines. Yes, please. More like this, please. Yeah. Uh, John's like, I need to go back and check with, you know, the, the, the people. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sure that I'm allowed to do this, and I only just realized this after we did it. Don't tell your mom. Um, but here on the planet, it's time for a harvest festival. Oh, boy. Uh, McKay's like, I should really go yeah, back to I'm Atlantis. I'm not interested. Yeah. I am an indoor kid, is what he's saying. <laughs> he is. He's like, I'm not interested in any of this. And so Ford gets to join Taylor. <laughs> and I can only imagine how adorably awkward oh, yeah. Ford. Because here's the thing. I love Ford. Ford is a city boy. Yeah. You can tell. Well, and he's also very young, right? Isn't he yeah. only like 20? He's 24. Oh, right. Or very 26. Young. Yeah. yeah. 25? Somewhere he's, in that. Yeah. Well, and we talked about it in the last episode. Yeah. They were, yeah. yeah. But it's more of just, like, for some reason, just the concept of of Ford in this very, they relate it to the Amish. This very Amish, joyous festival is just amusing. He's like, uh, what? (laughs) Because you can tell he's not the best yet at adapting to cultures. No, no. He's definitely... Game, yes, like he's up for it, but he's just not seen a lot of things other than what he's seen. I I don't want to name names, but he reminds me a lot of one of our friends slash yeah. coworkers yeah, who's yeah, from yeah. the middle of the country. Uh huh. So it's a little bit of this like grew up in a small town, became a soldier boy, yeah, and now I'm here. He he goes with the flow, but he's like really awkward about yeah, it. Yeah, like oh, this is a real thing that's a real <laughs> people do. I thought this was just a Hollywood thing. He would say like Ford is going the person who's just going to say. Say something without realizing. He's not overly cultured. No. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> but in an adorable way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so as soon as Weir's door closes, she's like, really? Really, we're fucking arms dealers now? Oh, I love how pissed she is here. She is pissed. Yeah. And, and John's like, well, it's really hard to clear a stump. No, you know what it is? <laughs> Weir... This is her fucking forte. Yeah. The woman negotiates. Exactly. So imagine somebody does the thing that you're amazing at and it's like, oh, I did this thing and I did it really poorly. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh-huh. This is like the one thing that I could have rocked at <laughs> super hard. Way more than you'll ever even understand. Did you even check for this other thing? Yeah. And it's like, no, you already assumed all this stuff. But that makes me think that... I want to take weird thrift shopping <laughs> and be like, help me get this thing I want. <laughs> just, yeah, just take her to like one of those big vintage markets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so looking forward to it. John's like, I did say I had to ask you first. Yeah. And it's like after you already fucking told them basically that they uh-huh. can have it. Yeah. She's like, look, we need food. Yeah. And, you know, John doesn't want to spend every mission looking for food. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So Weir's like, well, you've already basically said yes. So just go. Just yeah. get out of my face I right would now. have loved to see her go up against him and be like, come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah. You get nothing. Uh, so in the Janai village, the harvest festival ceremony time, yeah. Cowan Ray's a toasts. And Ford is not prepared for moonshine. No. Again, it just goes to show what a, like, sheltered <laughs> life. It's like, even moonshine? Yeah. You're 25. You, you're, you're a soldier. You've, I'm sure things happen in the barracks. You've had 151. You've been... Which is basically wasted. moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I love, I love that, like, Taylor and Sora and all of them were looking at him and they're like, I thought you were man enough for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taylor, I love, but this is kind of a tough one. This is a tough Taylor episode. It, it is. Because we see a little bit of where all her faults lie. Or where we, the places she's lacking. We do. I think the central core of Taylor, especially later in the episode, mm-hmm. I think is she has the moral high ground. She does. She's she is like in some she is that D and D player who's like too lawful good sometimes. Well, what you see here, like especially like with this scene, right? So she's laughing at Ford with the other people. She is. So you can read into that. Insecurity, Yeah. A little bit of insecurity. And then we also can kind of deduce that she's a little too trusting. She's too... See, this scene is not where I get it the most in. Yeah, well, no. Yeah. This scene, I see it much more of, like, ribbing in the same way you would a co-worker. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. This one is not one of the ones where I see she's over-trusting. Yeah. And this... Well, see, this scene to me just shows a little bit of insecurity. Like, look how quickly I jump into, like, I'm one of the cool kids. Maybe. See what I mean? But, again, that's just my approach on it. Maybe. I kind of just thought, yeah, I saw it slightly differently, but I can see where you can see it, too. Yeah. Um, I just... I just like the burn. My insecurity just plays it a different way where it's like, hey, be a badass. Don't yeah. don't don't be weak. If you can't drink it, don't drink it. Because we have to show them all that we're amazing. See, in minds of just like sometimes you weren't expecting the yeah. green alcohol. Yeah, there you go. Nobody That's expects true. the Spanish <laughs> Green alcohol. Yeah. So John and McKay are walking back from the Stargate. Yeah. And John might be a little bit lost. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about Maybe. That. Just trying to go in a straight line. Yeah. Um, apparently, the Janai were very clear on the path they were supposed to take, and they did not take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and along the way, McKay picks up a strange reading. Hmm. Strange is in radioactive. They rolled some really good investigation checks. On an Amish world. Yeah. So they go check out the barn, and a very poorly buried under hay hatch exists. Yeah. Um, so you know, naturally... Look at this interesting hole in the ground. Naturally, they check it out. Sure. At the bottom of the stairs, McKay assumes... All of this is way too advanced mm-hmm. for the Janai to make. Uh, the bunker is shielding RF, so they can't, John can't radio Ford and Taylor. That's why you don't split the party, guys. Never split the party. They split the party later in this episode, too. Yeah. Um, and so they, they follow to the power source reading against Rodney's judgment, and it leads him to a door. Mm. That opens to reveal a giant underground city. Let me tell you, I love how quickly John figured out the door. Yeah. Because I was like, I would have been like, push... Push door? <laughs> hit door. We hit the door. 
We hit the door a lot. <laughs> Fuck, this door's hard. We hit the door until we make a hole in it and then find out that it slides open. Got it. Bye. <laughs> uh, and, and suddenly a bunch of soldiers get the jump on them. Yeah. So on the surface, a minion comes up from a door, whispers something to Cowan, who has mm-hmm. to take his leave from the festivities to go settle a dispute. <laughs> or tend to a dispute. Yeah. Back in the underground, uh-huh. McKay and John are sitting there, weapons pointed, all their weapons are on the table. Uh-huh. Yeah. And McKay is wondering if they're two separate cultures. Yeah. TSA's going through their stuff. TSA's going through their stuff. <laughs> I actually go back to Star Trek Four. And, they, and when they have uh, when they have uh, Chekhov there, oh, okay, and and he starts you know <laughs> yeah, reading yeah, off yeah, all yeah. these names, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's they're they're not two separate cultures because guess who's here? Because guess who's here in uniform? Um, let's talk about this too. If they all know that they have an underground city, yeah. why do they have to have two separate looks? Why does he have to change to come downstairs? Because it's military downstairs. Okay. It is a military-run society downstairs. Well, it's like, so is there Amish clothing, breakaway clothing? Yes. Or do they have to, every time they come downstairs, no, that's, be like, fuck, I gotta go change so I can go downstairs. Room. They have to pass through a changing room. Is that room. going through, like, is it like a gym where they yeah. go through the locker room That's what first? I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what a pain in the ass. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Just wear the upstairs clothes downstairs. No. It's fine, guys. No, that's not the uniform. <laughs> Um, so back at the festivities, everything is very quiet. I mean, the laundry alone. (laughs) Okay. You can wear them twice as long, though, because you're only wearing for half days. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Everything has fallen, like, awkward party quiet. Yeah. And Taylor and Ford have a very bad feeling about this. Somebody bring out the Ouija board. It's getting weird in here. And they try to make a dignified exit. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, no, you can't leave. There's Wraith. Out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. There's a wraith. And if you tell your friends, then it will bring the wraith here. Uh-huh. Let me roll hmm. a deception roll. I really can't stay, but baby, there's wraith outside. <laughs> I've got to go away. Baby, there's wraith outside. <laughs> That's the AKA. Baby, there's wraith outside. I like it. Uh, so Cohen starts picking through John and McKay's possessions. There's a problem. Normally, the Janai just shoot anyone who mm. discovers their secrets, and you know, when people show up to start looking for you, oops, the wraith got them. Huh? And yeah, shocker, they don't actually want the seafloor to blow up tree stumps. You would think that that would be the greatest use, but no. Um. You know, John's like, look, uh, what we know, what we don't know won't hurt us. You do with the C4 what you want to do with never, the C4. I've never seen anything. What is C4? Yeah. Uh, we really just need food. Yeah. Seriously, we will give you the C4 if you just give us food. Again, with the bad negotiating tactics. completely forget about this underground city. Yeah. Uh, and that's when Cowan's like, do you have more weapons? Goodness. And McKay and his big mouth. Like, yeah, we're weapons are us. You know, literally, like, the worst thing you could do in this moment is just talk. And it's like, McKay. We're weapons are us. What do you want? Fucking fuck. The look. Literally, my notes just say McKay can't shut his fucking mouth. The look of shut the fuck up that John gives him is beautiful. Yeah. Shut your face. But John does go on a limb. And tries to roll real high in his persuasion rolls. <laughs> Look, we're looking for allies from the Wraith. You are trying to destroy the Wraith. Uh, how about enemy we work together? My here? enemy is my friend. So back at the no longer a festival, uh-huh. Taylor and Ford want to go outside. Uh-huh. So and Tyra are like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we're no longer hiding the communicator on my wrist. Yeah. And he gets he gets a message to bring them all in, and suddenly all of the villagers have weapons trained cool, on them. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, this is totally normal. Great. Not weird at all. Um, 
And they I really them. would have wanted them to break away their suits first, <laughs> just to keep with the theme of things. But who am I to judge? Um, and so they lead them to the same room as John and McKay. I want to be a judge who says, who am I to judge? <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, I have to preface that I took a lot of meds before this episode because I'm having a real bad day uh, with all my invisible illnesses. So things are coming out weird. It's, it's like <laughs> drinking alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good now, though. So um, Taylor is shocked as everyone else is because clearly the Janai have been lying to her yeah. for years. Uh, and Callan's like, look, our secrecy is our only defense against the Wraith. Again, this is where it's another bad look for Taylor. She's known these people for years. Well, here's my question. It is to me, it's the question of how much of is it a bad look for Taylor, or how good are these people at hiding? Because I don't. Well, that's the thing, though, is I want Taylor to be good at finding things out about people. She doesn't have the best, according to this episode, she doesn't have the best judgment of people of knowing when they're lying to her, of understanding. I. I and would, I, and here's I love what I'm her, saying. But it's just I a, think on average she does. Yeah. I think these people are just so good. They've been doing this for millennia. Yeah. yeah. They've been doing it for millennia. But she's also so convinced that they know nothing that part yeah. of her may have not even a little bit of arrogance. I mean, the main reason the the McKay and John found the underground city is because they had something that detected radioactive signals. That's true. That's true. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, otherwise, I don't know if they would have found out. That's fair. At least for a long time. Yeah, she doesn't have the weapon. Yeah, that's true. And she probably doesn't go to the town and spend a ton of time there. She just goes. She goes and she trades and and she comes back. And who knows? She may have only go there once a year. Yeah. For trade time. Yeah. And she's probably not asking questions if... why Why would you if everything's That's what I'm okay? Saying. I yeah. think you would have to roll such a high investigation check yeah. in order to... Or you could think of it this way. At this point, they're not Wraith. No. Therefore, you don't investigate further. Exactly. Yeah. So, sure. I, well, I think Taylor definitely is a little too trusting and a little too... It takes her a little too long to sort of buy that there's something going on here once yeah. we start getting signs. I don't necessarily blame her for not pre-knowing That's before fair. they got to the planet. That's fair. Okay, I'll buy it. So, um, McKay is smart, mm-hmm. as he likes to remind people. Yep, all the time, every he's, time. He's added up wanting C4 with radioactive readings, and he knows they're hoping to build an A-bomb. Bum, ba, da, da. And yeah. he's not sure if the C4 is going to be enough for the super cruciality problems. <laughs> I know words. So I was really going to look up part of this, like atomic bomb stuff but two reasons um a i kind of ran out of time uh-huh. i'll be 100 percent honest i ran out of time to have a science screen of stargate b i didn't want the cia to come looking at my computer for looking That's up tr- how to build an a sometimes at work i i'm very thankful <laughs> it's a news it's, it's a, a news, news computer. computer and it's like they can't actually pinpoint us it yeah. never right quite knows where we are yeah because sometimes the things i have to search well, for a story but you can also be like i literally work in the news yeah so therefore that is why i had that's to look why it up. i searched this and there are also times where i'm curious about something and i will not search it until i get to work but part of me is like i don't don't want to really want to explain. I was looking up how to build an atomic bomb to yeah. share it on a podcast. Uh huh. What? That's totally. Some uh, things I choose to be ignorant on. You're like literally. That's what it is. <laughs> I promise you, I'm not that good of a liar. I, I literally choose to be ignorant in some cases. Yeah. Um. So John is actually surprised that McKay knows how to build an A bomb, mm. and McKay's like, most of my high school chess team could build an A bomb. That's not the hard <laughs> part. Yeah. And, and the Janai... Tell us, what is the hard part, McKay? You know all the things about the bombs, apparently. He does, he does at one point earlier being like, I know a great many things about a great many things. That's true. I'm going to go on Jeopardy. So um, the the Janai do have fissionable materials of a mm-hmm. fairly high grade, but the Janai used to be... Because they used to be a confederation of planets, mm-hmm. they used to travel... Not Like, they had space travel. 
Um, but the Wraith defeated them real yeah. bad, Yikes. basically annihilated them, and they've been hiding in these bunkers for a millennia. Holy crap, that's a long time. I mean, I guess it is a huge underground space. So, yeah. Yeah, they, it would, this wasn't and, built in a day. And it may have started with a few hundred people. Mm. Um, so it also means that they have many, many, many more mouths to feed than it looks like on the surface. Uh, McKay asks for a scanner back, and Cowan leads them out for a grand tour of the place. Hmm. Um, this is where the military trains. This is where science creates military for the military that trains. Yep. McKay reminds him that you you do realize that long-term exposure to this bomb, radiation bomb is bad, yeah. right? Yeah. If the wraith don't kill you, the cancer will. <laughs> and Calvin's like, my science has assured me it's fine. He's like, yeah, they're wrong. So did ours. <laughs> Real super wrong. So did ours, yeah. McKay, uh, Cowan leads him to a lab. McKay starts poking around. They're about mm. 60 years behind where we are currently. About mm. 70, I guess, now. Yes. It's been about 10 years since... That's fair. Yeah. Um, they have uranium, but they're having a real hard time purifying it to be weapons-grade uranium. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, and McKay starts telling them, you know, how easily he could help them out. And this is how you... This is, this is how you purify it. And he just... <laughs> John, inter- let me just keep talking because I have not learned that I should stop talking. John interrupts. Like eh, this conversation can continue, but it depends. Yeah. Are we allies, or are we still prisoners? Yeah. Are you human, or are you dancer? Sorry, that's a song <laughs> that nobody knows but me. <laughs> so, um, allies clearly is the answer because they share a more formal meal together, mm. uh, and they and they. By the way, for drinks, I'm assuming this is a much more refined drink than moonshine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, like, some... It's a good red wine. Yeah. So, quickly... This is, like, Cersei status. <laughs> Cersei status. So, the finest arbor <laughs> Might be Tyrion. He, he'll drink As a little drink more. He'll drink a little anything. more yeah. swilly stuff, yeah. So, quickly, uh, Cowan starts grilling McKay on the bombs. And McKay quickly starts explaining everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Cowan says that the Atlantis crew, like, you you can help. Before the next culling, we want to vaporize all the wraith as they sleep. <laughs> this is fun. We'll sneak aboard the ship as as they sleep. <laughs> and, 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 if, and if you're watching them... This is so cringy to watch, because I feel like we've all been in a situation like this. Yeah. Um... I feel like I remember, and I couldn't tell you what my mom was making, but we were driving home from school, and she's like, I'm going to make you guys a thing with the stuff, and yeah. it's going to be super great, and a surprise, it's like a nice little dessert. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I ate all of whatever it was. <laughs> I want to say it was chocolate. It was probably chocolate. But I'm like, you're not actually going to make that, because uh, I fucked up all your plans, because I didn't know, and I'm a child. Bye. Taylor's like... Um, about yeah. That. So you know how trust is really important. Super, super cool. Super cool things Here's happen. The thing. Let's just talk about some super cool things. We um, we awoke them. Yeah. Oh, you were gonna use that? Oh, I didn't. Nobody, nobody said it was an accident. Yeah, we didn't mean to. Um, yeah, we took Steve prisoner and mm-hmm. he said they're going to take their time. They're not going to wake up all at yeah, once. So it's totally fine. You still might be able to do what you got to do. There's no rush on the life sucking. Yep. Yep. Um, Cowan is like, well, we're hoping to test our bomb five years from now. Do Ooh, we have that much time? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to give that a no. Okay. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> If you could come in on Saturday, we could <laughs> we could see about that five years from now. And Catwin stands you, up at the table. You might want to start paying your guys for OT because <laughs> you're gonna need it. Um, and then John rushes after him. <laughs> Cowan is planning on shutting down all the reactors right now, going back into full hiding mode. Yeah. Uh, and John reminds them, like, look, we have the advantage right now. We're both on the same side. And, like, Catelyn's like, no, no, we're not. Yeah. Once we get all the information we need from you, we're just going to leave you on the surface and the Wraith will eat you first. Yeah. Basically, they're not interested in saving anyone but themselves. No. Yeah. And, uh... Yikes. John reminds him, we fought the law and we won. Yeah. Instead of the law. (laughs) Breaking (laughs) rocks in the hot sun. Uh, And and we have ships as well, by the way. I fought the law and the... And, and yeah, I am trying to save myself, 
But, you know, if you work with us, then we'll save each other. Mm-hmm. So in the dining room, they're still arguing. Taylor wants to work together. And Sora's like, haven't you done enough, bitch? Yes. Uh, and McKay can get their bomb project back on track. I mean, look, he built an atomic bomb can for a sixth grade science fair. Yeah. I feel like they need a code word for him, so it's just like pineapple, 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 pineapple. <laughs> lemon, lemon. Stop talking. And I love that Ford turns and like, they let you do that in Canada? <laughs> I do love that. Well, you know. It wasn't a working model. Everybody trusts Canada. And he was questioned for six hours by the CIA, who thought he was part of a secret preteen organization that was first, and he trails off when the yeah. door opens, so we don't get the end of that sentence. Damn it. Um, but the door opens with Cowan and John, and John is convinced that if they work together, they can win. We're all in Okay, so I didn't watch this on purpose. Yeah. But when my nieces were younger, I watched High School Musical. Mm-hmm. And anytime anyone ever on any show says, we've got to work together, I think of a scene in mm-hmm. High School Music where they sing, we're all in this together, <laughs> something, something, and that's all. I'm obsessed with musicals, and I still never watched High School Musical. You don't need to. No, I, no, I didn't need yeah. to, which is why I decided to skip that, <laughs> even though I love musicals. <laughs> so Colin brings them to a lab. Apparently, generations ago, they got a Wraith dart, and they've been doing research with it since then. And part of that ship basically is a flash drive. Mm. They've been able to access the information. It's on a very old school black and white television. They can see where some Wraith ships are. And they can even access data a little bit on those ships. Mm. But it's quite an old drive. They've got a little bit of insider information. Yeah. Um, And they can learn the location of where ships are. And if the ships haven't woken up yet, they'll most likely be in the same location slumbering on this planet. It's like the first one was. That's their big plan is to ambush yeah. them. It's like, oh, uh, just kidding. So it's too far from the Stargate to walk in undetected. So that's where those nice, fancy puddle jumpers are going to come into the picture. Mm-hmm. Back in Atlantis. <laughs> where's like, what the fuck? How much more the fucks do I need to the fuck at you? No. <laughs> None of this. But John's like, yeah, I already kind of sort of agreed to it. <laughs> I mean, they get something, we get something. Roll our lives. Aren't you proud of me for doing this terrible thing that I shouldn't have done? It's like when the puppy brings you a dead animal that they kill. You're like, like super oh, proud. Oh, cool. This is so great that you did this. She's like, these people just tried to kill you. And now you want to trust them. One and- time I made my dad scrambled eggs. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. And Are you going to eat them? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to eat them later. I'm, I'm just not hungry. so not hungry right now for eggshells and raw eggs. <laughs> Thanks, so. <though. laughs> Bye. Um, to be, we do give John credit. He doesn't trust these people as far as he can throw them. That's true. Um, and But they did insist that McCain Taylor stay back behind as John and Ford came back here. Um, but they have something that we need, and that's negotiating, right? <laughs> Shit. So we're is going to step short of nuclear weapons. Uh-huh. I mean, Ford says they're building them anyway. Yeah, I mean, you can't, though. Oh, <laughs> Ford. Yeah. They're building them anyway. I mean, it's not like we would. Then sure. Yeah. Let's help them build <laughs> nuclear weapons. We weren't going to stop them. That changes oh. everything, yeah. sarcasm sign. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're just like, you were sent there for food. Seriously, now we're in a nuclear war. <laughs> John's like, I'm pretty sure I can still get that. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah, she must just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, we're just wants to know, is this plan going to work? And to John's credit, he's like, I wouldn't risk my team if I didn't think it would actually work. Yeah. Which I full heartedly believe. For all of the ridiculous John is doing this episode, I do believe him when he says, I wouldn't do this if I didn't think we could make it through. Yes, but right now the concern is what he thinks is the way his, his thinker isn't working. It's not that he thinks that they're bad. It's that his thinker is not measuring properly anymore. I'm with Weir on that one. My thinker broke. She's like, fine, but we're going to talk about the nukes later. No nukes yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, McKay shows Cowan all his knowledge on bomb making. 
Um, can you believe McKay didn't even win the science fair? <laughs> and Cowan can read people uh-huh. and proceeds to stoke McKay's ego. Oh, of course. With how you're going to be a hero amongst the Janai. We will basically repure you as a god. Yike. Yikes. As long as John returns to the C4. Yeah. And and as he leaves, McKay's like, fuck, I'm a dead man. Yeah, you're our prisoner. So, Taylor turns and Sora and, and Taylor and Tyrus are just doing a long walk and talk. Um, mm-hmm. They're both, you know, surprised in each other. Mm-hmm. Laughing on their history and changes in circumstances. Um, Tyrus trusted Taylor since, you know, they... they He's like, you accepted us for what we showed and you 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 trusted us and therefore is why we trusted you. Right. And Taylor's like, yeah, you trusted me, but not enough to share your secret. Yeah, but a little bit you didn't because we wouldn't be here right and now. He's like, we yeah, we didn't, but that is our way. Like, yeah. that's that doesn't single you out. Like, we don't tell anyone. Yeah. Uh, and and actually, look, dude, it's not that my mom doesn't want you to come over. It, it's that my mom doesn't like when anyone. anyone comes over. Um, and they actually, we found out, like they actually traded fairly with Taylor, which they basically don't do with anyone. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They basically tell everyone to fuck off. Yeah, so they actually traded Taylor. It's kind of like my dog doesn't have a lot of friends. Yeah, type of thing. We had, I had a dog who didn't. No. Who was like, I don't dog with other dogs. Really, most humans either. Yeah. But particularly you, I like. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, Kaylee does not dog with, basically Kaylee dogs with two dogs. <laughs> At the moment, one with and a half two dogs. two wild boys. Wild yeah. boys. Yeah. Yeah, Kaylee doesn't dog with I, other dogs. I call it one and three quarters dog. Yeah, well, and that's only because she's, like, close to accepting both dogs. That's because our little one's difficult for anyone. Is I mean, just Stormy barely loves him. insane beast. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a wild thing. And and Kaylee knows to be very vocal. Uh, yes. He's, he's, I mean, sometimes I don't tolerate him. I'm like, dear God, stop. To be fair, sometimes I barely tolerate Kaylee. Yeah, there you go. Um, she is very loud. It takes a lot of playing for her to be quiet during this podcast. Yeah. Um, so at the, at the surface, they come onto the barn just as a puddle jumper comes out of cloak and lands. <laughs> so the full team, both sides, gears up. They're going to go in. They're going to go out. It's going to be fast. It's going to be quiet. They're going to let Cowan take the lead because mm-hmm. he's been planning this entire life. Yep. Um, and Sora is an amazing fighter. She's an amazing sharpsman, sharpswoman, sharp shot. Um, but she is going to stay here and she's carry on things. She's a sharpie. She's a permanent sharpie uh-huh. marker. Uh, just in case things go south, she's going to basically take the lead here. Mm-hmm. Her dad heads out with the team, though. Uh, and she's pissed about staying, but she understands because that's she does her duty. Yeah. So she's like, I'd probably be better off there. You could stay here. Yeah. But fine. Cowan wants to see for those promise, but John's like, mm-mm-mm. Yeah. We're going to get the intel first. Uh-uh-uh. No use in making nukes if we don't need them. Yep. Um, and both sides have no choice but to trust each other. Yep. On the planet, the jumper cloaks, they head in. Um, when Cowan asks how many ships they have, John's 75. like, one. Yeah. <laughs> we have one ship. Uh-huh. They find the high ship. There's no activity. Everything still looks like it's sleeping, and they head into the hangar. And we see the team walk out of the cloak ship for it stays behind and covers the home base. Yep. Um, so they, they carefully head through the corridors. Uh, they eventually come across a room with a bunch of cocooned people. Yeah, that sucks. This is the, the pantry. Yeah. <laughs> it's the food pantry. The spider-style pantry. Yeah. Um, Taylor and Tyrus are going to take care of this and meet them at the ship. What are they doing here? They're splitting the party like dum-dums. But why? What is Taylor going to do here? Her thought is to release them all. And I think Cowan has made it clear to his guy, like, look, you deal with Taylor, and then we'll just keep moving because I don't want to sit here. I don't understand why the party splits. I think <laughs> Except it's for be- the drama at the end of the episode. Well, here's what, here's, here's what I think. Taylor's not going to leave here without some sort of fight about saving these people. Yes. Cowan's realized that, and he's like, I don't have time to sit here and have this argument, so fine, we'll split the party, I'm gonna keep going on our mission, you stay here, and I think it's unspoken, but it's like, you stay here and handle Taylor. But it's like, 
John just allows her to stay. Yeah, that part, a little bit bad. That's what I'm saying. Like, what is the, within the mission, point of her staying there? Yeah. Besides to get Tyrus killed. Yeah. It's dumb. It is. It's dumb. Um, That's when you look at Tilly and go, we don't split the party. And you keep moving and you go, we'll get them on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. So they split the party. Both sides continue creeping and exploring. I'm telling you, not a great look for Taylor. No, because you just keep moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cowan has memorized the ship's plans, but he doesn't know how to open the door because that wasn't in the ship's plans. Mm -hmm. Um, They can't blow it because that'd be way loud. It's like using a knock spell. You just don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, So they're going to, it's up to McKay naturally to find another way in the door. So he does this thing and he cuts into the ship. It's like flesh, essentially. Yeah, it's very weird. It's like, is the ship alive? Yeah, they, they, they've. It's, I think they said earlier, like the ship is partly organic. Oh, it's like the ship in. Uh, yes, it's like the Moya. It's like Moya, <laughs> except now I think conscious. Got it. Um, he exposes some wires in the wall, veins, nerves, something. Uh huh. So. Taylor and Tyrus search. They are surprised by a hand shooting out from one of the pods, and yeah. someone is crying out for help. Taylor goes to help him, and Tyrus is like, "Yeah, how but much what you, you But what are you gonna do? Let's be real clear here. Yeah. How do you help this person? Can you save him? We Can don't you know. Take him out of here. In theory, yeah, because from what the pods are, from what we can tell. Mm-hmm. is it's basically just holding them in stasis and it's just like putting their meat in a refrigerator. Oh. I mean really. Yeah. They're they're not dead. It's just they're not dead yet. It's just yeah. holding them until they want to eat them later. Yeah. This one's tough. I feel like I'd be like So I would give him a knife. If you if free the hand, give him a knife and be like save yourself. If he's free, then you could just break him out and then bring him with you to right. safety. That's true. Um and again, Taylor's clearly lawful good. Yeah. If someone's calling out for help, she's got Taylor's going to help. Yeah. Um Tyrus is like, "Yeah, don't though. We can't free them. We can't save any of them because if we do, the Wraith will know that we're here and they can't." Yep. True neutral. So McKay does some biohacking, I guess, ish, and the doors sort of flinch open, and then they fully yeah, open. Yeah, they're like, "Ow, that hurt! Don't do that." To a computer core, giant room, shield deflectors, <laughs> something, something, something. Um, and, and an interesting room, if you will. Yeah. So back with Taylor and Tyrus, he's still stopping her from helping, since you know, if if this ship woke up, then the Janai world would be the first to get to get called, yeah. and. Instead, Tyrus turns and shoots the man. Which, dude, you're an idiot. Even yeah. if that's your move, really, you're going to shoot him like a bazillion times and uh-huh. make a bunch of loud noise? Uh-huh. You deserve to die. Yeah. Uh, and and Taylor is shocked. The drones quickly come around the corner, hitting Tyrus in the face with the stunner like yeah. he deserves. Mm-hmm. Taylor hides, returns fire, and tells John that they've been discovered. Time to go, yeah. John says. Well, I love... Oh, I guess it hasn't happened yet, but yeah. So more drones come. There is an otherworldly scream behind everything. Oh. And Cowan has the data drive, and the three of them go running. Taylor also runs up to Ford. In front of the bad CG screen. Yeah. (laughs) Taylor also runs to Ford. Everyone makes it back to the jumper. They quickly take off. Fairly clean exit. That's when Cowan looks around. Yep. And sees that Tyrus is missing. Hmm. Taylor's like, he was hit. He's gone. I, I love this because Taylor basically repeats his words. Yeah. Like, you can't save him. He's done for. Yeah. He was fucked. The Wraith is going to call him anyway. Yeah. She basically doesn't do anything that uh, Tyrus would have done. Yeah. So it's like, what do you want me to do? This is how it went down. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Um, so even if he was only stunned, we couldn't have saved him. Cowan mm-hmm. reluctantly tells him to go. Yep. You can see weapons blast flying across the screen from behind him, and Cowan sits down in the gravity of losing Tyrus and what just happens through the sets in. Yeah, it's so Sora and his men him. meet the jumper. She is uh, Sora immediately asks where her father is. Yeah. He didn't survive. He didn't make it. And Cowan's like, we should find out what really happened. And he yells out, take aim. And the Atlantis group is surrounded by pointed weapons again. Cool, cool, cool. This is fine. (laughs) The team is like, fuck this. Yeah. Cowan says that Taylor killed Tyrus. 
And she obviously denies it because she didn't. No, and then it's like, I've, how long have you guys known Taylor? Like, yeah. how quickly you fucking turn on her? Um, and, and he says, by leaving him to die, you might as well have killed him. And yeah, and no, he's and Cowan's on Tyrus's side. You shouldn't have tried to save anyone. And we're like, then you should be fine with leaving him to die. Right. Then. So what's with the double standard, bruh? Uh, because it's his friend. Yeah. Well, fuck you. Yeah. Um. Cowan says they're going to keep the intelligence info and we're going to keep your ship and whatever C4 you have on them hmm. and I'll spare your lives for the thanks and your help. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Sounds like fine. so the tava beans are off the table? <laughs> I like that. He never loses his sense yeah. of humor. So Taylor's pissed mm-hmm. and hurt and so this is what Tyrus died for, she said. In the name of people who would lie and steal from those they would call friends. Yeah. Damn right she's pissed. I'd be pissed too. Yeah. And yeah, well, John lied too. <laughs> and he calls in his radio for jumpers two and three, and they come in a cloak right above everything. Yeah. You didn't actually think we just had one ship, did you? I mean, why would I lie to you? Back off or they're going to fire on you. Yeah. So, look, we're going to leave, and we'll find someone else to trade with. Mm-hmm. But also we get that data drive. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get that. Um, we're going to act like none of this ever happened. Uh-huh. We're going to walk out of here. You're going to let us. And Bye. Cowan warns that they shouldn't, you don't want to make an enemy of the Janai people. And John's like, you know what? Same. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, and here's the thing. At the end of the day, the Janai have no idea what's back on Atlantis. Men. So y'all need to back up a little. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're dealing with. Check yourself. Yeah, a little bit before you, um, things. <laughs> and as the team leaves, Taylor and Sora give eye daggers to each other. Yeah. So back in Atlantis, most of the info on the drive was encrypted. They're still working on translating it. But what they did get is the existence of, just in their quadrants of the galaxy alone, 21 hive ships. Yikes. Um, and there might be as many as 60 in the galaxy as a whole. Uh, some are already moving. There's just way too many... This whole idea that you're going to bomb them all while they sleep and some coordinated attack is just never going to happen. There's too Right. Many. It wouldn't have worked anyway. Your plans were stupid. You're dumb in the face. Bye. But at least while John was off on this episode, Bates was able to make a deal for some food. <laughs> Not that it's a competition or anything. Yeah. Uh, and the, the traders are called the, the Minarians. I'm hoping that we get to see the Minarians later in the future. Maybe. Um, I know that you're not going to tell me anything. Nope. Non-spoilers. I get it. But I want to see these people. And I want them to be like drinkers. <laughs> They're like, yeah, no, totally. We'll trade. What do you want? Um, we get to drink and you defend us? Cool, cool, cool. We'll keep making shit. <laughs> That's the what people I want them to be. So we didn't find allies, but we got a bunch of valuable intel. Yes. 60 ships, man. That's they just hope ships. they don't all come at once. You just gotta stealth take them out one at a time. Quick, quick, quick. And then be done. Bye. Yeah. Um, not the most exciting of episodes. Yeah. But, you know, it's a an interesting one and I think it's a builder like it's like this is building for later things like more things will happen um, and that's what's happening yeah that's my thought I mean I like this episode I think it's a really good episode I just don't know if it goes in my top five yeah well that's what I mean I don't think it's it's it not enough happens in this one to merit. If this episode didn't exist, I think would be okay. Now, mind you, I have no idea what happens in the future. For all I know, the Jedi become our biggest, greatest enemy in the whole wide world. Yeah. But right now, it just kind of feels like a buildup. It's just an episode to remind us, hey, not everyone's your friend. Yeah. Yeah. Even with big threats. My only question is, do I enjoy it more than hide and seek? Because that's currently fifth. Oh. And I might enjoy this more than hide and seek. I think I've already lost hide and seek. Yeah, you have. So I'm good. So I'm going Do to. Do you want to swap? See it. I'm using the wrong keyboard. <laughs> That's weird. How crazy. How I know. Um. So I'm going to put this as number five. Okay. So. So that puts you poisoning the well, rising thirty-eight minutes suspicion, and, and then underground. underground. Yeah. And mine doesn't change. Poisoning the well, rising. 38 minutes, suspicion, childhood's end. We have the exact same list except for number five. Yeah. Um, 
Which one's suspicion again? Why do I keep forgetting That's that the, one? The, 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 are the Athosians helping the Wraith? Oh, right. Yeah. Right, right. That was yeah. a good one. Sorry. Um, next week. Oh, next week. Sorry, I just closed it. Sacrifices, SG-1. This one will be fun. Yes. I'm ready. Uh, we we get a character that you like to come back. I, I like characters that you I like. You like characters. <laughs> um, we're getting to the point in SG-1 where I know that the series is almost over. We have two and a half seasons so left. So I'm like... I'm in this like binge space. Yeah, but you can't where I binge. Cannot binge. You guys. can't binge. Torture. You can go back and binge older SG ones. That may be what I have to start <laughs> doing is just rewatching the first series. Yeah. Um, and I guess that may be a fun thing to do. But I'm ready. Yeah. I am so ready. And um, now we're slowing down the half speeds. We're also doing Atlantis. I'm telling ya. I've got like the senioritis <laughs> yeah. in like life. It's like everywhere I am, I'm like stuck in the middle. I'm Steeler's Wheel over stuck here. Stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> uh, guys, thanks for listening. SG1 uh, to the left of me. Lance is to the right. Here I am stuck in the middle. I with keep you. thinking, as, well, I'm going to leave us on the Game of Thrones stat. Yeah. There's a scene in season seven where Seriously goes, enemies to the left. Yeah. <laughs> enemies to, or enemies to the east, enemies and to the right. <laughs> Here I am stuck in the middle. And then dance sequence. Yeah. That's my prediction for this season of Game of Thrones, <laughs> the musical episode. Alrighty. Um, uh, you know where to find us. We're on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Facebook, There's No Place Like Terra. You can email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Terra. Um, we love you guys. We'll see you soon. Write us, rate us, review us. 